Welcome to Six Pack. I'm your host, Erin Inselman. This is an uncut show that supports parents in the enjoyment of raising children and having the fire and spirit to do life, with a side of sarcasm and humor, of course. I'm a mom of six, a wife, and a business owner in the health and fitness industry. Each week, myself and other experts will be sharing pointers and stories on parenting, self-growth, health and fitness, and relationships. Join me for this real and raw show dedicated to sharing tips, tribulations, and the triumphs of everyday life. Hello, thank you for joining me again today for another episode. So last week, I touched a little bit on just some basic tips on things that we can do to help us through this holiday season. And one of those tips that I touched on was I had mentioned getting enough sleep, adequate sleep, and how this maintaining that sleep can lead definitely to a healthier lifestyle for us and the effects of it that it can have. For example, um, we spoke about last week about the effects that sleep can have on our metabolism, making good choices in our diet and giving us enough energy so that we can exercise as well. Well, sleep also has a lot of other great components that it aids in addition to metabolism, diet choice, and exercise. So sleep has links also to just how our brain functions, including like our concentration, how productive we are, and our cognition as well. I mean, think about it, you know, even back to like our high school and our college days about when we were putting in hours and hours of studying or maybe not studying, but hours and hours of having a good time and how that next morning we weren't as productive or we didn't feel like maybe we were able to concentrate as well or we had a little bit of brain fog, um, you know, when we were staying up late studying for exams and everything, making sure that we were, of course, prepared for those tests that were coming up. But really, in actuality, our bodies actually needed that sleep and needed that rest so that we would be thinking clearly and so that our brains would be thinking and working at its highest level of function that it could. So sleep definitely, there are a lot of studies that have links to the amount of sleep that you have can help with brain function as well. Another thing that sleep helps with is it helps with lowering our risk of heart disease, for example, by reducing our blood pressure as well. So when we have that adequate rest and we have a good night's sleep, that actually allows our body to stop and slow down a bit. And by doing this, this also lowers our blood pressure and it helps it regulate itself. So it does have quite a significant effect on lowering um, you know, any type of risk of heart disease and reducing our blood pressure, making sure that we get that adequate sleep. Another thing that sleep can help is it helps with our mental health. There have been studies upon studies that have shown that there is actually a link between lack of sleep and depression. So individuals that might not be getting the amount of sleep that they need night after night or even have some type of insomnia or some type of sleep disorder, there is actually a link to mental illness and depression as well. So that's also very significant when it comes to making sure that we're getting giving our body the amount of rest and the amount of sleep that it needs day in and day out. And so I would suggest that if you are feeling this way and that you are having a hard time sleeping, there are some things that you can do on your own at home. But if it's if it's to that point where you've tried a lot of these these different tips and a lot of these different things, and we'll go into some of those, then I would definitely talk to your health professional in regards to to your sleep as well. 
Another thing that sleep is also linked with too is if we're not getting enough adequate sleep, then, you know, we can have actually a lot more inflammation that we hold in our body. So if you do get adequate sleep and you are getting enough sleep, there are also studies that are showed that it reduces the amount of inflammation that we hold. So that's another thing as, as well as helping with reducing your blood pressure is that it also helps reduce the inflammation within our body. Sleep also helps us repair our body. It regenerates our body. It helps us recover. And I think that we probably can all attest to this, like when we've had a good night's sleep, just how much better we feel. We feel refreshed. We feel like our body's recovered from the day before. And so what the sleeps are doing is it's actually allowing our system to just to stop for a little bit, to rest, to to reboot, to recharge. Along with this, it encompasses all systems, like like our immune system as well. So by doing this, we're also allowing our immune system to take this time to heal and to fight off, you know, any type of infection that's happening within our body. I mean, think about the times when, you know, your kids have been sick or you've been sick and all you want to do is sleep. All you want to do is rest. And, you know, obviously the reason behind that is because this is allowing your body to actually reboot itself, regenerate itself, and it allows your body to actually try to fight off infection as well. So, how much time really should we be sleeping? So I do have some times just according to the CDC as far as like a breakdown. And so I'm just kind of going to give you those hours, um, you know, based on on um, research as well. So we'll start with newborns. So newborns anywhere from zero to three months, you know, they expect 14 to 17 hours of sleep a day. And we know that that's not consecutive. We know that, you know, as parents that there is a big chunk, but that that's broken up obviously throughout the day. Infants anywhere from four to 12 months, 12 to 16 hours. Those of you that have toddlers at home that are one to two years of age, they need 11 to 14 hours of sleep as well. Preschool age, so I have two of these ones at home, it says that it's recommended that they get 10 to 13 hours of sleep. I can tell you that is not the case at my house. And so we're going to actually go over some of those things that we're doing um, in our household and things that we've done over the years to help with kids and aiding in their sleep because we range all over the place in, in my household in regards to sleep patterns. School-age kids, anywhere from 6 to 12, they need um, 9 to 12 hours of sleep still. And then our teenagers, our teenagers that range from ages 13 to 18, it's recommended that they get 8 to 10 hours of sleep. Adults, anywhere from 18 to 60 years of age, 7 hours or plus. 7 hours or, or a little bit more you know, is kind of ideal. So uh, I think that that's probably most of our target range, um, most of our myself and listeners target range. So let's ask ourselves, um, are we really getting in those seven hours or, you know, or even a little bit over on average with our sleep? I know that I'm not always hitting that point every night. But, um, you know, I try to most nights. I do have some other things that I use as well that I'll talk about. Then adults 61 to 64, 7 to 9 hours, and any adult that's over 65, you know, needs 7 to 8 hours of sleep as well. So as well as the number of hours, um, of course, obviously the quality of sleep is very important. So signs of poor sleep quality include like, you know, waking in the middle of the night, um, you know, especially like especially frequently waking in the middle of the night, not feeling like you are rested. 
after an adequate numbers of sleep. So if you're waking up in the morning and you've already had eight, nine hours of sleep and you feel like you still need to be sleeping a long time, then we probably should check like your sleep patterns. And there's actually watches and all kinds of things that can be worn that actually monitor your sleep pattern as well. Some things that you can do to improve your sleep are avoid sleeping in when you've had enough sleep. So if you have had enough sleep, you feel good, you know, and I think our kids are kind of guilty of this. Um, You know, sometimes they sleep in till like 10 o'clock, you know, even 11 o'clock in the afternoon, and then they wonder why they can't go to bed at night. Going to bed around the same time, you know, especially like having a routine, having some type of routine that you do every night helps that body kind of settle and prepare, you know, to get into a good sleep pattern. Another thing that you can do to improve your sleep is um, spend more time outside, you know, fresh air. I mean, think about even our children and ourselves. Anytime we're outside a little bit more, being around that fresh air and everything, being more active during the day helps us be able to go to sleep in a good and, and get a good amount of sleep as well. And then, of course, this is always, it seems like it always comes up no matter what we're talking about when we're talking about our health, but reducing our stress, making sure that we're reducing our stress, whether that's through exercise, whether that's through therapy, whether it's through meditation or any type of other means. So um, sleep, obviously, is something that sometimes we neglect at times. And so I actually today, you know, not only in addition to talking about the benefits in sleep and, you know, those couple tips that we just went through, but I also want to talk to you about like some different things that happen in my household because, you know, even though I speak about this stuff, it doesn't always happen, obviously, the way that we all want it to. And so I kind of wanted to speak to that a little bit. So some of you may have seen a post that I think I put up on Instagram. Maybe it was around last week where I called it my bribery box we have actually had some sleep issues kick back up here at our house. As as many of you know, um, we do have six kids in their range, you know, you know, up in their 20s, you know, down to three. And I will say, like, our first three kids that we had, we had quite a different lifestyle than we do now with our second set of three, meaning that... There was a little bit more routine set in place with the first three. Like our lifestyle was just a little bit different. You know, I mean, it was, you know, we both pretty much worked that nine to five job. I mean, we pretty much all had dinner together. Brian and I would would kind of both work together in getting the kids ready for bed. We had our routine in place. It was very strict, I would like to say, I guess, in a sense, you know, as far as the routine went. And I will say that like, Brian actually like kind of took the reins with our older three when it when it came to their sleep patterns as they got a little bit bigger and they moved out of their crib and they were kind of in like their their big kids beds or whatever. Um, Our doctor had actually recommended a book uh, called How to Solve Your Child's Sleep Problems. And obviously this was like 18, 19 years ago. But uh, I will tell you that like I've glanced through that book over over the years, um, you know, as we've continued to have kids and it's still got practices that that still work wonders. In fact, I remember that um, one of the techniques was that you would, you know, you'd put the kids back in bed if they got out of bed and, you know, you would tell them, you would give them that warning where if you don't stay in bed, I'm going to close the door. I remember, God, I think it was Brienne, I think it was our oldest, and she would constantly get out of bed and Brian would shut the door and she would cry and she would you know, like lay on the floor by the door. And it was just one of those things that was like so heartbreaking for me that I remember that as we were going through that training, like I just had to go and like get in the shower. One to like 
just kind of remove myself for it because it just like pulled at my heartstrings so much. But Brian was always like so good about being very diligent and staying on that routine. I mean, that's one thing that actually is like one of Brian's strengths is that he's like super good about routine. And um, if there's a formula in place, like he can totally stick to it. He doesn't waver from it where I, of course, like let my feelings and my emotions and everything kind of, you know, play in that. So he always kind of took the reins on that. From day one, like sleep training wise, I mean, it, you know, it, she was like our hardest one, I would say, you know, with the first three is that, you know, it probably took a couple of days before she actually figured out like that we weren't going to give in on it. And from then out, it was like the, the other two, Cameron and Colt kind of just followed suit with it because they knew that this was the expectation. But it has been completely different, I would say, with the second batch of three, um, because our lifestyle is, is a lot different. I mean, Brian and I are up at four in the morning with business and tag teaming in the morning, teaching classes and that kind of thing. So there's a lot of movement that already happens in the morning at our house as quiet as we try to be. And then the other thing is, you know, many times or Brian works most all nights and doesn't get home until about, you know, 830 or so in the evening. So I'm just kind of solo with the kids, whether it's we're running, you know, to and from activities. Dinner is very different. Even just the routine of me getting them all bathed, all showered, getting them all ready for bed. And then, you know, my goal is always to have everybody kind of already in bed and ready by the time that Brian gets home so that he can kind of come in and pop to each room and, and read a story if if that's what needs to happen or, you know, go through papers, um, you know, from school or, or just talk about their day, say their prayers and then hope that they go to bed. But still, that's late. I mean, that's 830 where before, like with the with the other three, I mean, you know, our goal always was like seven o'clock, 730 bedtime. So that's kind of extended a little bit later in the, the evening because I just think it's really important that they still get to see, you know, Brian for a little bit of time during the day. And so obviously that's one thing that, you know, Brian and I are still kind of working on, you know, as far as like getting our business up and going and, you know, making it where it can flourish on its own so that we can have a little bit more consistency in family time. But that's kind of where my bribe box um, has come in because, it lately has been, it's like, mom, come here, mom, come here, mom, come here. And it's coming from three different rooms. And I feel like I'm in and out of the room like five and six times at night. And I want you to snuggle with me and I want you to lay with me. And, you know, when I look at like one of our girls, Danny, like she, you know, she just kind of has like some sleep issues to begin with. Like she wakes up in the middle of the night. She's very, very uh, restless with her legs before she goes to sleep. She's constantly moving her legs back and forth. And then she also grains her teeth at night too. And so like her front teeth, even the dentist has been keeping an eye on them because she grinds them so much. So she obviously has like some other issues when it comes to sleep. And so just trying to keep her routine, keep her calm at night. And so we've come up with a, a couple things that really are very helpful. And actually, I have our third grader. I have Aiden with us today. She's actually going to share with us uh, what her bedtime routine is. First, I bring in my PJs and I go into the bathroom to take a shower. Then I get my PJs on. I brush my teeth, then I get in bed. Then you get in bed. So let's see, you have a diffuser in your room too, right? And what do we put in your diffuser sometimes? Oils. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the name of the oils that we put in? No. Do we use the lavender? 
Well, we put the lavender on my pillow sometimes mm-hmm. and on my wrist and on my bed. On your wrist, yep. We put it on the bottom of your feet sometimes, yep, the serenity, right? Mm-hmm. And then in your diffuser, we put just a couple drops of the lavender so that it it helps kind of the room smell good. And do you feel like that calms you? Yeah, sometimes you do? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you say you get in bed and you still are laying there and we've done the lavender and you're not feeling very tired, what are some things that we've talked about, little tricks that you can do to help quiet your brain? Well, sometimes I read a book. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I listen to meditation. And what kind of, what's that called? What's, can you tell everybody the name of the, it's on YouTube, kids YouTube. Actually, you can find Mm -hmm. it on, you can find it on either YouTube, but do you remember the name of it? Peace Out. Peace Out. Yeah. So there is actually a lady and her name is Jamie Mm -hmm. and she has, it's called Cosmic Kids. And honestly, like if, if, yeah, if you guys have, of young kids like this is a fan she does a couple different tiers of things that she does so one of them is called cosmic kids and she does yoga mm-hmm. and, and it's like stories mm-hmm. and they're fun aren't they mm-hmm. like they're they're current stories too yeah. aren't they there's ones that she makes up there's like a trolls one and she dresses up sometimes mm-hmm. yeah but so yoga is another good thing. So we've tried yoga um, just even before we get ready for bed. It's just kind of like a way to start to work and calm our bodies down. So we've done that a lot of times with the two younger ones because they're just usually like running around like banshees, aren't they? <laughs> and so we sometimes will pull, we'll put the yoga on the TV and so that they can kind of calm down a little bit. And you do that sometimes with us too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. But then another part that she has in addition to that was what Aiden mentioned, and that was called peace out. Can you kind of tell everybody what that's kind of like? Like when she starts, what does she tell you to do? So first when she starts, she says like, Get all, like, your wiggles. Yeah, she says, like, get all of your wiggles out. And then she says, take deep breath in, Mm -hmm. deep breath out. Yeah. Then she says, after that, she says, on your next deep breath in, close your eyes. And she starts telling the story. Yeah, and she tells, um, she has a couple different stories that she has. I mean, she has a a lot of them on there. She has a lot of them. What's your favorite one? Sleeping Dragon. You like Sleeping Dragon the best. For some reason, you like Sleeping Dragon the best. So um, that's another tip, parents. And we just, what we do is we just have it on, like we have like one of the old phones and we just have the app, the the kids YouTube app, and we have it in, you know, the bedrooms and we just, we play it. It's not something that they watch or anything because we don't want screen time, do we? We don't want screen time before bedtime. I mean, they bedtime. show like a just one picture. They show one picture, but you guys don't have it in your hands and are yeah. watching it. They're just listening to it. We just have it like on I their dresser. So they just have it on their dresser and they're just actually listening to it. But the nice thing is, is that it's very calming. It gives them different things that they can do to kind of relax their bodies. But then there's also a storyline to it as well. And there's there's the soft music that plays and everything in the background. So I would definitely look into that because I think even as adults, I mean, I know I've spoken to it before where, um, you know, Brian and I actually we have um, types of meditation that we listen to like right before sleep. And because we do it so much, it's like a routine for our body. And it just, um, it's almost like a, a trigger for our body to know that it's, you know, time to go to sleep and that kind of thing. And it's the same thing with the kids. It really is a great app and it's a, a, 
a great site, I should say, you know, to listen to as well. And also, sometimes after I am, if I the if I don't do meditation, I sometimes do multiple like multiplication problems in my mind. Yeah, yeah, that was one thing I told you <laughs> that I do too, because I actually have a really hard time. Like if I am woken up in the middle of the night, which happens quite frequently with the two little ones. I have a really, really hard time falling back to sleep. And one thing that I told Aiden that it helps me is I do multiplication facts in my head because (laughs) as silly as that is, otherwise what happens is I start to think about either my day coming up and I start to like think about all the things I have to do or I think about, you know, the day that I just had and my main, my mind just runs and runs and runs. And silly thing is, is that when I do multiplication facts in my head, obviously I don't think about anything else but numbers and Numbers put me to sleep, apparently. And and that actually kind of helps me because we're just learning multiplication in school. And uh, you have to bring home multiplication facts at home. And you go all the way up to 12. And I've already finished them. And uh, when you get all the way up to 12, you get a movie. You get um, popcorn. You get a pop and you get a candy box. Wow. So that's at least not being able to sleep has helped you practice your multiplication facts and your tables. Okay. So what's like our last resort? What's the thing that we do when we absolutely are having a really hard time with you going to sleep? What are, what's the last thing that we usually do? So I take two melatonin kids gummies. and And how does that make you feel when you do that? Well, it makes me, like, calm down and... Does it help your mind kind of stop thinking a little bit? Yes. Does it, does it make your body feel like it's relaxed? And it makes yeah. my eyes droopy. Makes your eyes droopy. Yeah. So that's another thing that we have also done, too, is we use the natural um, kids' um, melatonin gummies. Too. And so that's, you know, that's something that we also do as well. So Aiden, thank you for sharing your little routine with us and some tips on things that you do also to help you, you know, get to sleep and and get to bed. And so Aiden actually doesn't need our bribery box a whole lot. Aiden's always been a pretty good sleeper for the most part, doesn't really get up a lot in the middle of the night. But the only thing she does struggle with is going to sleep at night. And part of that is because we still have older kids in the house. And I think sometimes she can hear things that are going on and really wants to be a part of it and doesn't quite want to go to sleep yet, even though her two younger sisters are. She just kind of feels like she's missing out on some things sometimes. And so I think that sometimes that's why it might be a little hard for her to go to sleep. But for the most part, she's always done a really good job of of getting in bed and going to sleep, too. Also, I know to stay in bed because in the mornings, if I stay in my bed and I don't get up and I go to bed good and I don't yell for mom 10 times, then I get to pick something out out of um, our treasure chest thing and mom just got new stuff in there so I want to get pick something out of there in the mornings okay so I also love the fact that she called it a treasure chest and I actually call it a bribery box because at least they're, they're looking at more of a reward and I'm looking at it as just a way for me to get them to be quiet for them to go to sleep so that I can actually have some time to myself in the end of the evening as well. But in all seriousness, I mean, 
you know, whether it's ourselves or whether it's those of us that, you know, that our parents out there um, sleeps hard. It is hard to get a, a good night's sleep, um, especially with with raising kids. They all have different patterns and um, it's just like anything with parenting. I mean, you just keep trying and trying new things until you figure out what works and or you're just constantly changing things up because it'll work for a while and then it stops working and then, uh, you know, you have to find a new strategy or something. But these are, I guess, the things that even that Aiden shared, these are kind of things that actually we found continued success with. It's not great every night. We got one kid that still comes in every single night, um, you know, into our room. And then I will say that the, the five-year-old, she actually, this treasure box thing's working amazing for her. So that shows me that, you know, she does have control about when she gets up in the middle of the night or not, because she has been, for the last two weeks since I pulled the box back out and added some new things to it, the kid's been been going to bed the way that she should. She's been staying in her bed every night. And as soon as she wakes in the morning, she asks if she can go down and get something out of the treasure box. And I tell you what, I'll go to the Dollar Tree, you know, once a week and get the bins at Target and, you know, any little things that are on clearance that I can find if it means that my kids will stay in bed and that I can get a good night's sleep. Because in all actuality, like we we all need um, the sleep. And I know I spoke of um, the new calm treatment before when Brienne was on that we talked about that helps with anxiety and depression. But Anytime, you know, I'm kind of feeling low, very, very fortunate to have this uh, new calm device to where it, um, you know, refreshes and rejuvenates me, um, just kind of recharges and reboots myself if I feel like I've had some some inadequate sleep. But, you know, sleep is is so vital for all of us. And I think oftentimes, you know, it's kind of one of those things that we we neglect because it's sometimes things that we don't have control over, especially, you know, if you have a newborn at home or if you have something or someone that's waking you um, in the middle of the night, you know, even if you have a, a spouse or a partner that's, you know, kind of a restless sleeper or or that snores a lot. I mean, you know, I sometimes can understand why as couples get older that they end up sleeping in, in two separate rooms because of the importance of sleep and the fact that, you know, if you have a partner that, you know, is constantly tossing and turning or snoring or keeping you awake that, you know, sometimes it comes down to the fact of taking care of your own health. So with sleep being as vital as it is and, and the fact that, you know, that we kind of like I said, put it on the back burner or neglected at times. I mean, we need to be aware of the component that every person's overall health and, and well-being is important. And, you know, that also comes down to the fact that sleep is very important because it it, it just enables our body to, like, repair itself and, and be fit and, and be ready for, for the next day. It helps our mind be more clear. It helps us make better choices in work situations. It helps us make better choices in our food situations. And so getting adequate rest um, may also help prevent those other things that we talked about, like heart disease and um, decrease in inflammation in our body and, you know, helping with any type of illness or helping, you know, our body fight some of these things as far as keep maintaining and keeping a high and a stronger immune system. So just kind of gauge yourself where you are in your sleep, you know, hopefully maybe Aiden's little testimonial and, and some of the things that I spoke of, you know, like I said, running the diffusers, putting the lavender in it, things like that, you know, just little tips, little things. And I would love to hear, you know, any tips, any stories that 
that you would like to share as well. So, you know, when this airs and and we get it up on Instagram, um, I love hearing your feedback. And I love some of the stories that you share about your families and the things that you do as well. And so if you have any any tips, any recipes, anything like that um, in regards to sleep and letting us know what you do for yourself or what you and your family do with your kids, we would love to hear that and and share it with our community. So here's to everyone getting a great night's sleep tonight and being well rested and recharging and rebooting yourself for, uh, you know, another day to be your happy, productive self. So I will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Six Pack. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard today. Please share this episode with a friend. And if you haven't already, click subscribe. Rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Have a beautiful week. And tell the important people in your life just how much you care about them. Much love and blessings to you all.